Welcome to track number one of Bima. Make my heart faithful and true. Mm. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in heart. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and faithful and true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in heart. I know the only way that I can be made clean is only by your blood. Is only by your blood. So fill my heart with faith. And grace that I might see wonders of your love, wonders of your love. Oh, Lord, make me pure in heart, make me pure in. The ladies will sing that part. Make me pure in heart, make my heart faithful. And have you got the words? Lord, make me pure in heart. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make me pure in heart. That's what the ladies will say. Make my heart faithful and true. Mm. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in heart. Have you got that? Huh? First line, Lord, make me pure in heart. Second line. Make my heart faithful and true. Third line. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Last line. Lord, make me pure in heart. Then the next section. I know the only way that I can be made clean. Have you got that? I know the only way that I can be made clean is only by your blood. Only by your blood Have you got that? I know the only way That I can be made clean Is only by your blood Only by your blood So fill my heart with faith And grace that I might see The wonders of your love The wonders of your love Oh, Lord make me pure I know the only way that I can be made clean Is only by your blood Only by your blood So fill my heart with faith And grace that I might see The wonders of your love The wonders of your love oh, Lord make me pure in heart My heart faithful and faithful and true so when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in heart. I know the only way. I know the only way that I can be made clean. is only by your blood. It's only by your blood. So fill my heart with faith and grace that I might see. Wonders of your love. Wonders of your love oh, oh. 
Lord, make me pure in heart. Make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and true. And true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lower in their minds. Listen, when somebody is leading a song, the people who are assisting should be lower. Okay? You get it? Otherwise, they are leading the song and I am struggling to be heard. You get it? You should learn all these things. You get it? So that you'll be good at what you are doing. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and faithful. Make my heart faithful and then the ladies will sing faithful and true. You get it? Make my heart faithful and faithful and true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord make me pure in heart. Lord make me pure in heart. Lord make me pure in heart. Make me pure in Make my heart faithful and faithful and true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in heart. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make me pure in heart. All the ladies sing that part. Make me pure in heart. Okay, everybody join. It's not a specialist something. You get it? Now listen. You must know how to preach. You must know how to sing. You must know how to lead worship. It's all part of the days where, you know, there's a person who can preach and then there's a person who can lead worship. You get it? And you need the two for the church to work. It's gone. If you don't learn how to worship, to lead worship and to sing, you get it? You are like a pastor with a broken leg. You can never walk properly. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Huh? So everybody, you learn, and one day the pastor, somebody was talking about someone, and he said that he can preach, he can sing, he can lead worship. Then struck me in my spirit that then it's like it's a good type of pastor. You get it? It was like a person who can handle everything. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, decide that you can sing. If not, notice that I've been singing and I've been leading worship. Yeah. Huh? And it's working. Yeah. If it's not working, you force it in India to work. I'm at a force, Agorica. You get it? Because if you can, if you can only sing. If you can only sing and you can't preach, usually you don't lead worship well. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then also if you can sing, like in the choir, this type of TSAs. Do you know what a TSA? Talented solo artist. <laughs> if you are... <laughs> Being a TSA is different from being a worship leader. Yeah, because there are people who are TSAs, but when it comes to leading worship, 
you know they are trying to get the right notes and to do this and to do that but not concerned about when you are a worship leader you are concerned about the people that they are worshiping that the thing is meaningful and that people are in the flow and that you are also worshiping but the tsas are concerned about this sound and, and if they don't have the right instrumentalist doing this and they can't write this and I, I need the bass guitar to play a particular something at a particular time we don't need all that because in when you are eight or ten people there's no bass guitarist there's no this there's no that but we need to have our worship amen you get it so pastors must learn how to lead worship TSAs must also learn how to lead worship and then worshipers must learn how to preach See if you see Pastor Eddie, you see that he's a very good preacher. In fact, at a point, his preaching became more than the worshiping. Uh-huh. So, everybody has to be able to do all things. Otherwise, before you realize, it's like a woman who cannot cook. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you, you wouldn't enjoy such a, a woman. Amen. All right, Lord, make me pure in heart. Make me pure. Make my heart faithful and truthful and true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in heart. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in heart. I know the only way. I know the only way that I can be made clean. It's only by your blood. It's only by your blood. So fill my heart with faith and grace that I must see. Wonders of your love, wonders of your love. Oh, oh, oh. Lord, make me pure and heart. Make me pure and heart. Make my heart faithful and faithful and true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure and heart. Lord, make me pure and heart. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and faithful and true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in heart. I know the only way. I know the only way that I can be made clean is only by your blood. Only by your blood, so fill my heart with faith and grace that I might see. Wonders of your love, wonders of your love. Lord, make me pure in heart, make me pure in heart, make my heart faithful and faithful and true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in I know the only way I can be made clean Only by your blood 
Come on. Lonely by your blood, so fill my heart with faith and grace that I might see wonders of your love. Wonders of your love. I want to give you another song which I believe you also know. There is none like you. No one else could touch my heart like you do. I could search for all eternity, Lord, and find there is none like you. There is none like you. There is none like you. No one else can touch my heart like you do. I can search for all eternity, Lord, and find there is. Mercy flows like a river wide Healing comes from your hand Suffering children are safe in your hand Suffering children are safe in your hand There is none like you, Lord There is none like you I could search, I could search for all eternity, Lord, and find there is none like you. Your mercy flows, your mercy flows like a river wide, and healing comes from your hand. Suffering. Suffering children are safe in your hand. There is none like you. There is none like you. No one else can touch my heart like you do. Mercy flows, your mercy flows like a river, and healing 
suffering children are safe. Suffering children are safe in your hands. There is none like you. There is none like you, Lord. There is. Search for all eternity, Lord, and find there is none like you. There is none like you, Lord. There is none like you. Oh, no one else can touch my heart like you do. Could search for all eternity, Lord, and find there is none like you. Mercy, Lord, your mercy flows like a river, and healing flows, and healing flows from your hands. Suffering children are safe, Lord. Suffering children are safe in your arms. There is none like you, Lord. There is none like you. There is none like you. No one. Like you, Lord, there is like you. No one, no one, no one, no one else can touch my heart like you do. Uh, uh, I can search for all eternity, Lord, and find there is. Now, at this camp, I'm going to be sharing with you something um, quite sobering, but I believe that it is um, going to help us. Amen. The theme of the meeting is Bema. Bema. B-E-M-A. It's a Greek word. It means the place of final sentence. The place of final sentence. Bema. Or Bema. There's somebody called Bema, isn't it? It's a name. Bema. Bema. 
There's Bima. You have somebody called Bima here. How do you spell your name? Beam. You are called Aquis. You are called Beam. Forgive, Lord. Amen. So, the place of final sentence. And uh, that is what it means. It's a place of final sentence. And um, it is a judgment. It's a, it's a platform upon which someone sits to declare the final sentence over and upon another person. You are there? Alright. So let's look at John chapter 19 And I will be contrasting and comparing This Bema Where is a judgment seat You know or maybe I should just say that now You know when we talk about the judgment seat We are comparing it To the mercy seat There are two different seats one is for mercy and one is for judgment. Amen. They have two different things, kind of things happen there. One is the mercy seat of the throne of grace. Another one is the judgment seat. Amen. There are two different chairs that we will appear before. Okay. So, uh, all that we, we, we have to relate with. And... Uh, for now now on earth we are relating with the mercy seat the throne of grace that's why the bible says let us come boldly before what the throne of grace that we may find mercy <laughs> huh? obtain we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need so in this current dispensation we are we have the mercy seat which we are encouraged to come before and to where we will find grace to help and obtain mercy that's what we are being told to do now but when this season is over you will no longer no i don't want to say you no longer because i don't know whatever but you will what i know is that you will now be brought to another seat and that is the judgment seat which is different from this one we are currently tapping from <laughs> are you there yeah so we are now enjoying the mercy seat Let's look at Exodus chapter 25 You can keep your hand in John But we'll come back This is the best puppy they have right It's a very funny one Remember there were so many things That they, 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 they uh, What's his name Moses was told to make Exodus 25 verse 1 The Lord speak unto Moses Speak unto the children Alright And then verse 8 Let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them Are you there? You are there? Yeah. Okay verse 9 According to all that I should show thee 
after the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all the instruments thereof even so you shall make it now notice here he's saying after the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all the instruments thereof even so shall ye make it okay so there is a tabernacle the real tabernacle of God the real place the real house of God and Moses was asked to make something that looks like it's made after the pattern you know and to design everything so that it's just like what is in heaven you get it and so there were various things the ark of the covenant and then in verse 17 you notice it says and thou shalt make a mercy seat of pure gold two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof and a cubit and a half shall be the breadth thereof amen, amen. okay so you notice here that he was to make a seat of mercy now what is a mercy seat a mercy seat is a seat from which mercy comes as against judgment you know when you are when you are somebody is receiving mercy you know he is receiving uh, something he does not deserve you get it like if you have a prisoner who is set free it's like he doesn't deserve to be a free man he doesn't deserve to walk around on the streets and he has been released to walk around on the streets that means he has received mercy and not the judgment that he really deserves you get it but when you receive the judgment sentence that you deserve this is a final a place of finance and when you receive the sentence that you deserve or that is headed your way you get it that's why you are not receiving mercy you are receiving what you deserve you are there okay so these are two different scenarios altogether and it is very very important for us to understand the facts on the ground that there is a mercy seat and that that is what is available to us now but then the bible goes on to say that we must appear before another seat the judgment seat you know and hebrews chapter 4 let's look at hebrews chapter 4 you just make sure that we read all these scriptures then later as we are talking nobody can criticize us hebrews chapter 4 Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 seeing then we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens Jesus the son of God let us hold fast our profession verse 15 for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are is that not so? But let us therefore boldly come unto the throne of grace. Amen. Amen. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So make sure you circle that verse. Don't forget it. This is the time for us to come and find mercy. Amen. I am setting a foundation for the things we are going to be talking about. Amen.
And I want you to You know I'm not going to preach for so long But I'm going to share with you Some of very important things And I want you to get it very clear In your spirit In your mind and your heart Amen. Amen And I want you to see what the Lord is telling you Because God is trying to lead you On a certain road today Amen. Now the, the thing is that That road is important You can go on that road now Because you can find mercy now Grace now Help now But tomorrow you may not Find this mercy And this grace Hallelujah Amen, Amen. Alright Is there a problem? Okay You are there? Okay So Um now that we have the opportunity we must grow up and benefit from this throne of grace that is available to all of us today hallelujah because thereafter there is another thing that is coming and let's look at second corinthians chapter five i told you to um go to john isn't is that also we will look at all those Second Corinthians chapter five. Okay. It says For we must all appear before the judgment seat. Verse ten. Are you there? For we must all appear. Amen. These are verses I want you to keep as verses you know. This was one of the verses I memorized, you know, about twenty years ago as an ordinary young Christian and I and I um, have never forgotten this verse just as a believer a young believer it was one of the verses that I memorized 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that we may receive the things done in the body whether it be good or bad yeah the things you did in your body huh? in your physical existence on this earth you must appear before the judgment seat of Christ so there is an appointment huh. you know are you listening to me there is an appointment for me before the judgment seat of Christ you know and I, I am going to appear Whether I, I, am, I may be bishop What not But I am going to appear At that judgment seat Just in the same way as you are going to appear At that judgment seat And what is going to happen there But now I am not appearing before the judgment seat Now I am not appearing before the judgment seat Now, now there is no judgment seat for me when, when will I appear before that judgment seat Look at the same Second Corinthians chapter 5 It says In verse 1 For we know that if our earthly house Of this tabernacle were dissolved We have a building of God A house not made with hands Eternal in the heavens He's talking about his body For in this body or this earthly body We groan Earnestly desiring to be clothed upon With our house which is from heaven in other words, we are looking for an e heavenly body. 
how many have noticed that your body is changing it's not as it used to be how many look in the mirror and you are not encouraged sometimes about what you are seeing can I have one or two hands if you are you see and you are not happy about what you see you get it and you realize that you are a little different from the way you see because this body is designed to get spoiled I mean not that it's designed but it is the original thing you know anything that you see on earth is actually a picture if you like you could look at it as an attempt at something or an original thing that has failed you see you are how you are supposed to be but has have changed that's why they say one out of three people get high blood pressure now they are saying a certain five forty percent or something of people are going to get cancer you know that which is almost like almost half of everybody and all kinds of diseases and almost everybody here has some kind of something if it's not a skin rash that is somewhere it is some kind of a problem you find out that all all the time you get it so you realize that it's not us it's like something that was then it has become like this you know anything that was originally created including marriage marriage is one of the things that was corrupted or sport it's one of the original creations of God said he looked and he saw that it was good and then when you read about the creation you realize that the creation of God is 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 false <laughs> that's why everything is not as you think it will be that's why when you lay hold on the thing and you see that you don't have anything that's why people are married and are not happy and nothing seems to make them happy because this person is married to this you thought if I was married to this I'd be happy so I'm married to this I'd be happy I was talking to a brother who is divorced hey, not divorced wife died and he married again so I was asking him how is it I'll tell you what he told me later amen <laughs> you are there you are there yeah hold your hand at 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 we are doing Bible analysis look go to Romans 8 don't forget we are coming back to uh, 2nd Corinthians then we'll go to John are you there in Romans chapter 8 I just want to make this point to you notice it says are you there are you there okay Romans chapter 8 Okay. If children and heirs of God join heirs, verse, nine, uh, verse 17, verse 18, for I reckon the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Well, that, what, that, what does that mean? We are not so sure. Verse 20. For the creature, you see, this is the creation of God, huh, was made subject to what? Vanity. What is vanity? useless something that is useless so every creature every creation of God has been made subject to vanity that means that it's under the dominion of uselessness useless vanity of vanities all is vanity all all is vanity means all is useless all is nothing you get it so the creature of God has been subjected everything that God created has been subjected to vanity so all lions mosquitoes were not made to bite us to 
attack us. You understand? Mosquitoes were, lions were not made to attack us. Snakes were not made to, to bite us. Uh, uh, and so on. Snow was not made to freeze us out of the world. You know, everything is not as it was. It has become useless. Yeah. Everything that God has created has become like that. And that is why somebody said, I want to be in, in England. When you come to England, you are not happy with England. I want to go to America. When you go to America, I'm not happy with America. Lord, take me out of America. I want to go to Ghana. You go to Ghana, I'm not happy with Ghana. I want to leave Ghana. Okay, I want to go to Australia. You go to Australia, you are not happy with Australia. And so on. And it never ends. And it's like, life is not us. You know, you would have thought it would be. If I have more money, I'll be happy. But those who have more money are not happy. You get it? Those who are not married want to be married. Oh God. Oh God. Send somebody to me. Let him, let somebody talk to me. Let somebody tell me some nice words. Tell, let, the, let him tell me, I love you baby. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm almost falling down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Welcome my wife. Amen. Let them say something nice to me. You get it? Let them be happy with me. But then those who are married, you get it, are tired of their marriages. I'm tired of this person. I'm tired of this situation. If only I could be free. I've married the wrong person. People are praying for their spouses, husbands or wives to die. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Let her die, Lord. Let him. I was talking to one brother. He told me, I've prayed for many years for my wife to die. And she hasn't died. One time I met another brother. He said to me, This year something will happen. (laughs) Amen. One time I was counseling a couple and I, and I said, to, I, I, I asked her, have you prayed? Have you been hoping that she would die? She said, yeah. And then I asked her, have you also been praying that he would die? She said, yeah. And I said, she's not going to die. <laughs> and I told, him, I told her, he is not going to die. So you better correct your thinking and start correcting your behavior. Because nobody is going to die. I said, you, you can get malaria, but it's not easy to die. It's not easy to die. <laughs> it's not easy for a person to die. It's a very difficult thing for a person to die. You can feel weak, dizzy, but it's not easy to die. <laughs> it's not easy. So if that is what you are praying for, it cannot easily happen. Amen. 
So everything is not us. You, 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 the reason why Princess Diana's death numbed the whole world, shocked the whole world, was because Princess Diana embodied our aspirations and dreams. The aspirations and dreams of an ordinary person. The princess, the fairy tales were princess who lived in a castle, who, who was married to the prince, who was selected from a nowhere, from a nursery teacher, and has everything. Has her children, lives with the prince, with the king in a castle, has every kind of money, can wear any dress, can have anything. And who was she was probably one of the most unhappy people in existence on this earth. Yeah. So this is what I'm trying to say. That is why people who have their hope on this life are very unhappy people. And actually by the end of their lives are very disappointed about what life has given to them. Because you go and you go and you find out that even if you don't believe what I'm saying, you will go and find out that that is, it is true. It, you come to the point and you will say with Solomon, vanity of vanities all Solomon is somebody who said I did everything that came to my heart There was nothing that I didn't do If it was a woman I wanted I had it I had 700 wives 300 concubines Any woman I feel, I feel like sleeping with you Call her for me Tell that sister she should come to my room And she was brought I mean And he and tells her I want to marry this person And he, he married her He had any imagination that he said that I had I built me houses, gardens this, I made fountains I did this, I had that, I did that I did that you know, he said what came to my heart I did it and what he said, what is the conclusion of the whole matter you see, but there is somebody who has come to that point, and you see somebody can live for 80 years and transmit to you in 5 minutes what he has learned with his 80 years whether you are a wise person or not if you are a wise person you can receive it but if you are not a wise person you will, you will listen to it and say okay you've learned it that way and so am I also going to learn that way and so as you are going I'm also going but, 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 but people with wisdom go higher and learn from others the airplanes we are driving the computers we are using the technology we are using is based on somebody's learning experience somebody who has struggled to find out about electricity has done experiments in his room sound you know how to vibrate the wire and to let sound go it's just a build up and so when you can use somebody's wisdom somebody's experience to help your life you know so if somebody has come to the conclusion that the conclusion of the matter is to fear god and to keep his commandments then you could learn that as a young person and tell people and tell yourself that look the first and most and important and only thing is to fear God and to keep his commandment and not to find visa, money, car, house and what have you but it's to fear God and to keep his commandment that's the, that's the main thing first thing only thing that is of any use you can believe it now but if you like no problem you go on your journey you will come to the same conclusion keep on walking keep walking many of you have already you found out that it's not us how many have found out that coming to london is not us your original thoughts were give me a wave offering if you it's not what you thought it was and somebody can tell you 
but you look at the person and think that oh you know you know i'm different it will not be like that for me maybe you didn't have a good experience i can see why you have problems you know but you know it's i'm not like that and mo- many people we advise and they don't believe they don't believe you say abc they don't believe you say def they don't believe it's like i must experience it for myself and i say the wisest people are people who can read and hear and believe and then just move based on what they are hearing and what they are being told may you be a person who can hear and actually believe and walk and not go on your own expedition of learning to discover what has already been discovered with pain painfulness has been used to discover truths and you are using your life as an experiment one day the lord told me you are not the lamb of god to go and sacrifice yourself to learn things or to experience or sacrifice yourself for certain situations you must be you must you must allow what christ has suffered for you to benefit for you to benefit you amen so it's so important that you know you look, i was reading to you that the whole thing is poor listen first verse verse 20 for the creature was made subject to vanity not willingly by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope all right because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of what corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of god so the creature itself is going to be delivered from the bondage of corruption that means that what god has created is bound or in bondage to spoiling corruption is to be spoiled so the things that god has made are bound to a certain case of being spoiled that's why the whole world is the whole world is spoiled i said there is nowhere you know if god says to you live here eh, live there i'm telling you there is nothing somewhere that you don't have but we have to believe it because you see those who live in america they have a different kind of life those who live here have a different kind of life the whole world is headed for destruction it's not only africa which is having wars. we have our way of destroying ourselves and you also have your way of destroying yourselves when i was in america everybody's buying water this cellotape plastic tapes and so on they have to seal their windows if there's a chemical attack you know chemical whatever nuclear they will ask the weapon they will means use it it's just a matter of time they will by all means use it you get it and you see the wars and the corruption it's like the beauty of the world has been cursed to get spot it's in bondage to spoiling it's in bondage to corruption you see i'm saying this because you need to know what system you are in and not to have a false hope of a world which is bound to destroy itself bound to destroy bound to destroy itself in fact you must not have a mind you know you must not have a mind of i'm i'm settling here this, this is my world this is my life you know because it's not a wise way of living you know because life is not as it used to be some time ago you see somebody i live for 25 you work in one job for 25 years 30 years my my grandparents my grandfather he worked i think that in customs 
for Switzerland for what 30 years or more. We built his houses and what are you just one job. It's a very quite stable. But it's it's not like that anymore. Many of you realize that your job before you realize they are changing things. They are laying you off. This is happening, this happening. they don't like you and so on. You know, and you have to go. So the the world is different. You know, and so the mind of like this is the this is the place of excellence where I am going to the whole world is subject to corruption. You know, we may not have the what do you call it, the nice uh, roads and whatever, but you find out that people have a different quality of life in Africa. I was in South America and I was with a pastor there. He has lived in America for some years, and he said. You know, I asked him, why are you not going to go, go back to America? He has a very large church there. He said to me, me to go back to America? He said, here I live like a king. I have servants, I have this, I have this, I have that, I have that. I have a whatever, somebody who cooks for me and so on. If I go to America, it's a different kind of life. You know, so although he may not have certain things there, when he comes here to you, he does, also doesn't have certain things. So there are problems in this side and there are problems in this side. Because everywhere has been subject to corruption. Not just not that Africa is subject to corruption, Ghana is subject to corruption, Nigeria is subject to corruption. Uh, uh, what do you call it? England is also subject to corruption. When I think of some of you in your tiny little rooms and your tiny little apartments, you know, it's, it's like it's true, it's nice. You can go and see conflicts and all these things and buy. You get it. But at the same time, it has been corrupted. So a certain quality of life is also not there. Because some of you with your qualifications or whatever, if you were at another place, you would have you would live in an, in a different way. Completely different way. You get it. But as you are living in a completely different way, there will be some things you also don't have there. So how do you win? So that's why wherever God says you should be, just be at that place. Because it doesn't really it doesn't really matter. Here or there or there or whatever. All sides have something that has been bound to corruption. Bound to corruption. All sides are bound to corruption. Yeah. All sides are. Your phones may work. My mobile phone, when I ring, out of cover area, something, something. This is when you ring, engage, engage, but it's not engaged. Yours, you can ring straight away. Anybody, anywhere. You get what I'm saying? It is, it is flowing. But the, the, my bedroom, where I live, is bigger than your apartment, all your rooms together. Oh, yeah. Even though my phone doesn't work the way your phone works in your small room. Yeah. Yeah. So you may come to Ghana and say, Oh, I oh, carry your phone home. You know, it's like it's a developed world and so on and whatever. But with my room that is bigger than all your, uh, your house, your toilet, everything, when you go, there's no window in the toilet. If somebody goes to the toilet, we'll be tied everybody in the house. <laughs> oh, you don't enjoy what I'm saying. <laughs> so, all sides have whatever you say that if i'm a if i'm a, 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 a whatever in in ghana or in nigeria or wherever you come from i, I don't have this or i don't have that yeah you don't have this but you have something else 
You get what I'm saying? It's the same thing with marriage. And so if I'd been married to Ricky Z, you know, I would, have, I would have been happy. You get it? But people are married to Ricky Z, they are not happy. They don't have this, they don't have that. When you are married to Slappy J, you have something else. <laughs> Oh, you want to be married to Slippery Sam? <laughs> and as you are in a relationship with Slippery Sam, you are looking at Big Bobo. <laughs> and you are wondering whether it would not be better to be in a relationship with Big Bobo. <laughs> but... Those who are in a relationship with Big Bobo or the man person who is in a relationship with Big Bobo is also not happy about certain things. That is why one of the highest instructions from the Lord is to be content with such things, with such things as you have. Not with the best, but with such things as you have. Be content with such things as you have. Not the best things, but such things. When, when you meet somebody who has discovered how to be happy you have found one of the highest forms of living on earth in fact the highest form of living is not found in canada it's not found in america it's not found in ghana it's found in the few people there are not many who have discovered how to be content one pastor was telling me he was telling to a wife who was complaining this and that and that and then he told the woman he said that you know something if your husband this problem he called he, he he pointed out to the wife he said that you see the big house you are living in then he pointed to another sister who is has i think she had she has four children or two or four children and he said you, she lives in a very small all of them live in one room all in the same country they don't have the money that they have this one is a worker cleaner security whatever they don't have the money whatever and then he pointed out and said, do you see this? Said, do you know her problem? She is saying to herself that if her husband had more money, she would be happy. And if she lived in a bigger house, things would be different. And so on. And he said, you, you live in that big house. You have so many rooms that you can't live in the house. I've been to people who live in America. They, don't, they can't use the rooms they have. People have also got that. They, have, they, have, they don't have anything to do in the rooms. The rooms are empty. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? And he told us, and yet you are not happy. You are so disturbed and always disturbed. And you have it. You have that. But she is thinking that if she has that, she'll be happy. You have that and you are not happy. And so he told us that if that thing you are complaining about is solved, you will still not be happy. You will find another thing. That is why I'm saying the highest level of living is not those who are in America, those who are married to this, those who are married to that, but people who are able to have contentment, be content with such things, such things, such things as ye have. To be able to be content with such things as ye have. So if my wife's breasts were bigger, or if my wife's breasts were smaller, or if my wife's breasts were like this, or they were pointing this way, or pointing that way, or whatever it is. People have all those pointers, and they are not still not happy. <laughs> yeah, they are still not happy. They are still not happy. 
So the highest form of living is not America, England, this, that. Because I want to tell you something that life on this earth has been already corrupted. It, is, it has been subject to vanity. That's why it's useless. Me, I have things that a lot of people are dreaming for. Dreaming about. I've had people who have who I've had people give me watches that cost so much money. And I will go and buy a watch that costs $40. And that's the one that I'll be wearing. I don't even enjoy wearing those expensive whatever. It's not that I am against it. I'm not against it at all. But it's like these are things that... And I have also been at a place where I have dreamt. I said, oh Lord. I remember one time somebody gave me something. I dream. I, I used to see. You know, I used to see and I used to see the price. And I said, wow, what is this? And I, in the end, somebody just out of the blue gave that thing to me. And I look at it and I put it on and I said, what is this? It is nothing. It's useless. I don't even feel like wearing it. I don't even wear it. It's amazing. So these dreams that are leading us into all kinds of things, you know, may you be healed of such fantasies. Fantasies. Because your fantasy is often what is leading you guiding you motivating you and god is showing you in his way that the whole creation not that not that the creation in africa is sport no not the creation in africa is no sport or the creation in here and here and here you came out of suffering into more type a different kind of suffering but you are still suffering how many have suffered in london raise up your hand you have actually suffered you move it's just a different kind of suffering but it's still suffering Tell me that you've not suffered. Me, I've suffered in London before. I tell you. I've suffered here before. I tell you. And I, 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 that was when I learned that. See, if you are even hungry in Ghana, you can easily get something to eat. But here, I don't know if it has changed, but here, if you are hungry, eh, you can actually experience hunger. Pray about it. To not be easy for you. It's just a different kind of suffering. So our life led to avoid suffering, avoid this, avoid that, and we find out that that is what we went to have. We fell into exactly that because it is not something that should lead you. You must be led by the Spirit of God. That's why Abraham and Co lived in tents. The Bible says that he dwelt in tabernacles. Somebody who was so rich that he could have built a city. Not just a house. The Bible says in Genesis 39, Abraham was very rich. And the Bible says that, and he dwelt in tents. It said that people who do such things indicate that they are looking for a city. Not made by hands. Eternal in heaven. A city with foundations. Something which has substance. Not something which is just passing. Today it's valuable. Tomorrow it's not valuable. They that do such things. That's why I'm saying you should have a mind that you are dwelling in a tent. I believe every pastor, leader, and worker must live in a tent. Don't build a castle of permanence around you. I say, This is me. This is where I am. I was born. Like one Ghanaian lady said, I feel that I was born, I should have been white, but I'm black. But I should have been white. And I feel that I belong in America. You know, really, but 
No problem. Hallelujah. So the whole thing, I'm just trying to explain to you, the whole thing is subject to vanity. It's, it's not something, it's not, it's sport. It's not something to fight for, live for. Amen. All your life. Go on. This message continues on the next track. Keep listening.